the cradle of the fathers. We came to win, we accept no defeat. We are young, we are strong, we are champions. It's a warm good evening all the way from Cameroon. It's our special coverage of the African Cup of Nations. It's the convocation of Africa's finest talents battling it all out on the field of play. Wherever you are tuning in to this special episode of the FIFA World Cup show, where we're doing a live and exclusive coverage of the African Cup of Nations, whether you are in the USA, Americas, Asia, Europe, Oceania, and the most beautiful continent in the world, Africa, welcome to the most exciting, informative, an educative sports show on the calling platform with yours truly Philip Alimo I have love for sports on the program tonight we'll be digging deep into match day 12 fixtures and the last set of group games in group E and group F Ivory Coast knocking out 
defending Afghan champions Algeria. I'll give you all the details that you need to know. Sierra Leone, they couldn't keep the energy and momentum with which they started the first two games. I'll tell you what happened in that game with Equatorial Guinea and Afghan deputants Gambia on a historic day like this when they inaugurated president of their country they booked their place to the round of 16 at the afcon they beat tunisia i'll give you all those details that you need to know as well mali also stumped the authority in that game against mauritania once again welcome song playing in the background is the official theme song of the african cup of nations said we stand for africa tonight i'll let's take excerpts of that interview the captain of the super eagles of nigeria after winning the man of the match award he had a few words to say we'll pick that and as always joining us in the studios is our african football expert and top analyst who has also been following the games in cameroon and has immense knowledge on most of the players and their backgrounds and he's no other person than mr justin akowa he's been with us throughout the beginning of this special coverage and it's always a pleasure having him on the show before we take that interview of william the captain of nigeria let me go to our lovely studio guest and get his reactions of what he makes of today's games mr koa good evening and welcome to the show thank you philip good evening to you too how are you doing i'm doing very great i'm doing very great it's a beautiful day the 20th of january in the year of our lord 2022 yes very very much so i mean everything just sounds funnier by the minutes as 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 we are seeing a lot of permutations should should Ghana have been um been satisfied with the two two draw. We, we wouldn't have seen party warming up even for us now by now. But he is warming up so then that's the way of life. <laughs> definitely, definitely that is the way of life. That is the way of life. Now uh, I just wanted to get your quick reactions, your general overview of the games in group e and group f well, what do you make of the games well great great um i think for me it was i think the latter parts the latter parts of the groups were the most interesting ones they had more wonderful stories about qualification and everything um yeah it was it, it was it was very great shocking shocking in some aspects as the defending champions couldn't even even um, put up put up a solid um, three points to to try and defend their title, and for the and for the Gambians to very great feats that they have achieved. So yeah, it was it was it was a great day, but shocking shocking as well. 
definitely a great day but shocking and talking about defending champions let me give you a bit of background on that this is not the first time champions of the african cup of nations have exited the tournament nigeria after winning the 1980 world cup african cup of nations they were they they, they were kicked out in the next two years at libya 1982 at the first round ghana after becoming champions in 1982 were kicked out in 1984 at the first round and coincidentally that was the last time ghana lifted the afcon in 1982 cameroon after winning the afcon in 1988 they were kicked out as defending champions at the 1990 edition in 1990 algeria won it and in 1992 in cote d'ivoire they exited in the first round and i'll tell you a story that has repeated itself and for the algerians maybe it's a deja vu i'll tell you when we get to the nitty-gritties of that analysis for that specific game zambia in 2012 after winning the African Cup of Nations and beating Giants Ivory Coast to that trophy the following year in 2013, they were knocked out of the group stages. Ivory Coast, again after beating Ghana in 2015 in the Victoria Guinea and Gabon to becoming champions of Africa in 2015. At the 2017 edition in Gabon, they were kicked out of the first round. Algeria, after winning the 2019 edition in Egypt, the f- and current Arab Cup champions have been kicked out of the African Cup of Nations in the first round. And they left with just a point. Mr. Kowa, what do you make of Algeria's performance? General overview before we, we come to the nitty-gritties of the analysis. Well, it is it is it is all down to one thing. I believe it's a huge element of luck that they didn't have in this tournament. And even Jamel Belmadi said it that they weren't lucky at all, which is very agreeable because before this game, um they were they were the team to have to have had the most passes in the opposition's final third. And they they they, they created even a span of two big chances in both games before this game too. So then you can see that the only thing that they lacked was sharpness. And you know that if if you're not confident, you are not sharp, you won't be able to score goals. They created all right. They played and 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 I must say they didn't play like they didn't play as bad as the other teams that um, crashed out of the tournament. But then they were unlucky and I don't know who to pinpoint it on. I don't know who to blame. But then, yeah, I think it's something that it's something that they need to look at very well because this kind of this kind of um, unfortunate events going their way, I don't think I have seen some before in quite a long time for a defending champion. Definitely, definitely. And talking of a team that's uh, flying very high in Cameroon yesterday. Nigeria calmly dispatched Guinea-Bissau by two goals to nil. And their captain, William, won the man 
of the match award and he had a few words to share with us let's take that interview Definitely, that is William speaking in that interview, captain for the Nigerian side. And we'll hear from coach Augustine Eguavon. Augustine Eguavon, coincidentally, was the same coach that led them in 2006 when they recorded a 100% record in Egypt. And he's the same coach that is leading them today to record a 100% record at the group stages. Let's take that interview. Definitely, Nigeria have a very good group. And to put that into perspective, they scored six goals at the African Cup of Nations. And all six goals have been scored by six different players. This is a team that is well-drilled and composed. And yesterday, we spoke extensively about the Nigerian team. We'll be taking highlights of our first game for today, which is the Sierra Leone Equatorial Guinea. And we'll come to our studio guest to get his reactions. And a tactical switch. Good news for uh, Sierra Leone is that the defender David Sese has returned. Josete Miranda in midfield is in for Yannick Guyala. Uh, Equatorial Guinea to kick us off. They're in the red colours. Sierra Leone in the... the uh, Green and blue. Both sides have exceeded expectations at this uh, tournament and will be looking to continue to do so here this afternoon in Limbe. Hunza up front, the 20 year old, the big corner as well. It's played short to Salvador. That'll be cleared away, almost on the line. Let's go down as a bit. Play back to Salvador. Now, 
the shots. Oh, what a cracker! Absolute cracker from Pablo Garrett. Kamada. My word, he took that well. to drive it in towards the area. Key plays the one-two. Penalty! Seven-year-old has got a penalty! Referee had no hesitation. It's huge, absolutely massive for the Leon Stars. 22 on 22 as Talon is brought down. From Cumber Leobard and celebrates with uh, Polka. And there's the bench as well. Absolutely delighted. He scored a very important goal against Benin to get them here in June. This is even more important to get them into the next round. The 35 year old, Kamada. Kamada saved! Oh my word! Owono makes the save. He went the right way, Kamara telegraphed that the young goalkeeper keeps Equatorial Guinea on course for second place. Mohamed Kamara needs to get this forward. Is there a yellow card? Who's this for? And a red card. The first one was a little unnecessary, that late challenge there on uh, Pablo Ganek. Now, the ref again has been told to go and have a look. So, uh, I think the VAR call is outside the area. Up to Salvador, waiting for the final whistle. And there it is. Equatorial Guinea have won by a goal to nil. Yes, Equatorial Guinea winning by a goal to nil. And the Leon Stars of Sierra Leone couldn't keep the momentum with which they started the tournament and with the results they, f- they got in their first two games. Mr. Kowa, what is your assessment of today's game? Well, great run by both teams and I and and I think the whole Africa is proud of what Sierra Leone have been able to show. Um, in this tournament they've shown that they are making a step in the right direction with regards to their football. And and that's and that's a very great thing, which with which I believe that um, will give them a lot of momentum heading into next year's and um, the qualifiers for next year's tournament. They were so close, but yet they they weren't able to do what they were meant to do at the dying in the dying minutes of the game. Well, I believe that with those things, it, it comes with time. But yeah, regardless of this result, they've had a great run. And congratulations to Equatorial Guinea as well, who have also made it yet to another knockout stages. Um, I think they, they did make the knockout stages in um, 2015-2. So yeah, this is also a very good it's a very good thing for them. So congratulations to both countries. Definitely congratulations to both countries. Congratulations to both countries. What do you make of that penalty miss from... Kamara. Uh, 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 well, with with the with the kind of experienced player he is, uh, he is not he is not someone he is not someone who who hardly misses from the sport. So then, I mean, um, 
penalties for penalties, as we all know, it is 50-50. No matter how great you are as a sport, even with your um, good record, but then sometimes you should know that the keeper the keeper comes through and saves the day. So then this is this is something that um Kamara he he will feel gutted but then he will still feel proud as um as a player doing doing this um this in, incredible run for the people of Sierra Leone. Definitely. And I think the Leon stars of Sierra Leone should be very proud of themselves. And for me, I pat them on the back. And uh, for anyone who knows the history of Sierra Leone, what they've been through over the last 20 years, and even over the last, since 2015 up to now, they've been through turbulent times. And uh, it's refreshing seeing all what the African Cup of Nations brought to them this past few days. And the love, the vibe. Yes, tell me. Um, I'm, 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 I'm sorry to cut you in here. I forgot to add. Um, I think that their approach to this game was quite um, very pragmatic. They they were sitting back, and I think that I I think that it is it is also another lesson to learn from in terms of um, African football. That if 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 you really want to achieve what you what you want to reach, um, you should go out there and actually play for the results because. With how brave they were in the first two games, they weren't as brave um, as 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 we all expected them to be. But then, yeah, great, great, great feat, regardless, as you said. And I actually agree with all you are saying at this time. We'll take an opinion of an Algerian journalist. Uh, we had an earlier interview with him, um, all the way from Cameroon, and his reactions and assessments of Algeria going into this game that they lost with the Ivory Coast. And we'll take the highlights of that game and we'll return to our studio discussions. Well, joining me this afternoon ahead of the much-anticipated match is Algerian journal Mahir. Mahir, thank you so much for being with us here in the World of Champions. When you look at today's game, a lot to talk about. Algeria haven't scored a goal, only one point in the group. It's going to be very tough. Can they do it against the Côte d'Ivoire side? You only need a draw. They have to. Uh, their backs are up against the wall. They're facing... Uh, and the story for Algeria has really been a lack of, lack of execution in the final third. Uh, I'll give you a few statistics. Algeria has 60% possession over the park. That's leading the AFCON. Uh, they've also had the most touches within the opposition penalty area box. Now they just need to have an ex- a, a real execution in the final third. And finally put the ball into the goal. And that's been a big talking point, other than not scoring the goal. Uh, we were at the press conference yesterday for Côte d'Ivoire and Algeria, and Coach Bomadi did allude to the fact that the Pome Stadium pitch has not been... Yeah, and we've taken a look at it. We've seen around the corner flag, there's little divots. They've been working on this non-stop for the last 24 hours. Uh, and former Djibouti manager Julian Metz said something very interesting yesterday. Yeah. He said, when you're racing in a cornfield, a tractor can even beat a Ferrari. So Algeria wants to play on a smooth pitch. They want to play fast, end-to-end action, and create a lot of goal-scoring opportunities. On a pitch like this, it's a little bit more difficult. And we're looking at a side like Côte d'Ivoire going into this game, taking on the defending champions, only needing one point to go through. What do you think Coach Patrice will do today? Yeah, Patrice Bommel, it's an interesting one because they're practically through. Yeah. Even with a draw, they can be sitting pretty. And it's interesting from a psychological standpoint. Are they really going to play this match at 100%? Are they going to rest some players? We don't really know. 
but in general, you want to finish top of the group. You want to put in your best performance. Patrice Bobel came into the tournament with some questions around him. Many of the critics said he didn't know his best 11 or he didn't know his best formation. They struggled against Sierra Leone, even against Equatorial Guinea. They think he did a lot of chances. I'm expecting them to put in a good performance. And going back to the Desert Foxes, the best formation to get those much needed three points and join the rest like Egypt and Nigeria in the last six they, they have to do it. They have to get these three points and defend their title. Remember, they're defending champions. They won in 2019. I'm expecting them to play a 4-4-2 today. And there might be a surprise. 21-year-old striker Mohamed Amin Amura might be starting the match uh, instead of one of the Islam Semeni or Baghdad Bunajah. The coach playing a 4-4-2 because it provides more attacking impetus. They're really going to be looking for a goal. They're going to need counter-attacking opportunities. Ah, very interesting there from Mahiro. Looking forward to that game between Côte d'Ivoire and Algeria. Defending champions possible upset waiting for us here this afternoon but we'll have to wait and see at the end of the game if the defending champions Algeria are going to make it through to the next round or are they going to join Ghana and return home and indeed we'll take the highlights of that game but Algeria have already joined Ghana backing out of the group stages we'll take excerpts of that game as Ivory Coast trashed Algeria by three goals to one. Coached by Patrice Bomel, the Arloa from France. Sangari in goal with Canandelli, Corsinou, Serge Aurier, the captain, right back. Bedran, Mandy, then Sabini at left back. Benasser, another play for Messi Milan, linking up with Marit. Well, let's get this show on the road, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see exactly what Algeria have got in the tank. Link up with his teammate. That's nicely done. The Côte d'Ivoire picking the ball up. Here's the Pep Pep. Pulls the ball back. There's a shot. It's in the back of the net. And the Côte d'Ivoire have taken the lead. This is not good for Algeria, but it's amazing for the Côte d'Ivoire. The goal is in the back of the net. Frank Kessie, the man. Well, it was beautiful link up play. And he's on the side, Pep, of course. And just behind him, you can see that there's no one there. Kessie comes back and having a little tangle with uh, Frank Kessie, two players from AC Land. Ball coming over, it's another goal! They found the back of the net, this is 2-0! What an incredible scenario! Look at that, Patrice Bobel's men are in charge! They're in charge in a big way! And to be honest with you, he just he flicks away Zaruki, the 20 player. When the ball comes to him, he can control it, hold off the defender physically, and then make the pass. And I think that that's one of the reasons why Balmari's brought on, because they're not getting that. And at the other end, look what's happening here. The elephants stampeding once again. Oh, it's another goal! You can't believe it! There it is, in the back of the net. Cote d'Ivoire, number three. He's an absolute dream player to have in your team. Kind of used the centre-back to to block out the vision of Mboni. Racing towards the ball. Number Dummy, Ben Sabini comes up as well. There's a chance for a shot, the shot comes in. Well, it's still there, it's the greatest in the back of the net, they got their goal! Algeria has scored! Well, it came from nowhere, really. How about that? That was pretty insane. Brilliant play, excellent work, and a good opportunity here. Oh, look at that! That is extraordinary! A bullet header to wrap up what has been a sensational all-round performance. 
Well, I must definitely think that uh, regardless of what happens there, it didn't really matter at the end of the... Locked. And it's all over. It's all over. Great news for the Cote d'Ivoire. They go through as the group winners. And look at the smiles and the cries of joy. Yes, Cote d'Ivoire going through as group winners in Group E. But this is like a deja vu for Algeria. The first time Algeria ever won the African Cup of Nations in 1990. And, and the following edition of the AFCON, when they had to defend their title, was when Cote d'Ivoire hosted the African Cup of Nations in 1992. And, sorry, it was Senegal 92. Senegal hosted the AFCON in 1992. But Cote d'Ivoire beat Algeria as defending champions from the 1990 edition by three goals to one. By three goals to one. And Algeria exited the tournament at the group stages. 2019, Algeria African champions defending FIFA Arab Cup champions. Group stage, African Cup of Nations 2021. Again, they lose by three goals to one to Côte d'Ivoire. What a story. That is the beauty of African football. Justin, what do you make of that game? Ivory Coast, Algeria. Well, it is, it is, it is revenge, I must say, for the elephants, because in the last Afghan edition... Um, in 2019. Algeria, yeah, Algeria knocked, uh, Algeria knocked the elephants out on penalty. So then, yeah, Patrice, Patrice Bommel should, 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 should be very happy because this was what um, I think he said. I think he was talking about Algeria lacking a lot of confidence. So then that was what he took advantage of. And, and, and as you can tell, um, even, even in the game, they hit the crossbar or they hit the post, I think, um, early in the game before before um Kessie scored his Kessie scored the first goal with um, um Nicolas Pepe doing a lot of a lot of good things in that game. And yeah, um everything every, every everything just kept on following. Everything just kept on following because you see at the time that um the elephants went up now the Algerians were forced to attack more. So then, with that, like they could, you you could feel like there there was a lot of pressure on them, and then it just became easier for the Ivorians to just wait, be patient, and just get them on transition. And that's what they did very well. And they, my oh my, I mean, today you could you could see Pepe flying, you could see Gredo flying, you could see. Um, uh, Sebastian Ale also positioning himself very well and being patient for the ball to get to him. So then, yeah, it was a it was a very commanding performance from from the elephants. And if the Nigerians think that they are they are going to have it easy, then this uh, these kind of performances um, is what is what the big boys are going to bring in the round of sixteen. Definitely, these are the kind of performances the big boys are going to bring in the round of 16 and talking of teams that have qualified for the round of 16s and ties 
Burkina Faso will be playing Gabon. Senegal will be playing Cape Verde. Cote d'Ivoire will be playing Egypt. Morocco will be playing the Flames of Malawi. And Cameroon will be playing the Comoros Highland. And when are these games? The next game is expected to be on the 23rd of January between Burkina Faso and Gabon in Limbe. And on Sunday, again, Nigeria will be taking on the third teams, either from Group E or Group F. And on the 25th, which is a Monday, Senegal will play Kivet. And uh, we'll give you more details as we go along on the show. Mr. Akua, do you have any details on the round of 16 ties? Well, for the for the round of 16 ties, can you hear me, please? Y- yes, I can. So, for the round of 16 ties, we have the Burkina Bay versus Gabon, Nigeria versus Tunisia, Guinea, Gambia, Cameroon versus the Comoros, Senegal, Kivet, Morocco versus Malawi. For me, the, the the biggest game of the time, Ivory Coast versus Egypt and Mali versus Equatorial Guinea. I mean, I don't think I don't think anyone can predict. I don't think anyone can predict the clear cut winners here. Probably the only the only game that someone someone can take a risk and predict will be Cameroon versus Comoros Islands. Apart from that, I don't think anyone can do because they are very very tasty fixtures. As we all know, and yeah, I think, I think this Afcon, as as we are, um, as we as we predicted before it began, is is will be probably one of the best we have seen in a long time. Definitely, let's take highlights of that game as Mali beat Mauritania by two goals to nil. We've heard the words of a smaller and sentenced figure for the. Um, their pedigree in the in, in, in world football and of course now being placed last on, on, on the group right now. Here we go then, it's time for this final clash, final clash of the group stages before we complete the last 16 third place finishes and a, and a final in 1972. And here they are pushing forwards and looking to try and break a break. It's a good bit of attacking. Good chance for goal! Intricate magic, that's a beautiful ball, that is sensational, brilliant save by Babacar Diop. Great challenge, very strong challenge coming in from Uma Camera, but they're still on the attack, on the prowl, watch out for, for Nos. Oh, there's going to be a penalty, it's a blatant penalty, Dumbia goes down, and he's just knocked straight off his feet, flies up, comes back down. Was, that was the challenge, and it was a major challenge. Scoring prowess, his ability, short runner for the big giant striker, 
Kone, oh, what a fine strike it is. The penalty walloped into the corner. Beautiful strike, and Mali take it. Throw an extra goal onto the pile. 2-0 now. The salute has been made. And they are firing right from the off, picking up a penalty. Well, that is just a perfect way to strike a ball. chance in qualifying and that's exactly what happens and that's fantastic that's a great achievement in itself Gambia in that position they give the ball away to Mali Mali going on the attack looking for a goal looking for their third goal flying past the, the right post there Idrissa Idrissa shot it's not a bad one but look what Munkoro does distinguishes any kind of a scoring task look at that that was going to sneak in wasn't it beautifully strong Adama Bar when he comes on, he produces that. You just think, and that might be the end of this clash. There's the final whistle, and Kami says, brought an end to this clash. Mohamed Makasoiba is the happy man here. And we'll take the highlights of Gambia, Tunisia, as Gambia beat Tunisia 1-0 in what has been a historic debut at the AFCON and also booking their place to the round of 16. Matches underway. In white are Tunisia attacking to the left-hand side. As you have a look at screens, Gambia. Oh, that's an excellent shot and a good save from Gay as well. Still alive here for Tunisia. What's the referee say? Penalty. Yeah, a few decoys in there as well, but I uh, bet my bottom dollar it's going to be Barrow. Oh, once again, he has hit the upright. Have a look at the free kick again. Inches away. That goalpost was still shaking. Huge star in the Arab world. Chance. Oh, the shot coming in from Mejbri. Finally, Tunisia. Do at least get an effort on goal. It took us something of a deflection on the way through. Gay handled it well. Dangerous on occasion on the counter-attack. And how close were they with uh, Musa Barrow? Tunisia missed the penalty. Another red card. Mohamed Draga sent off. Tunisia down to 10 in the closing stages. Maybe Gambia to win it. Oh, my word. What a dramatic finish, deep in stoppage time, Gambia will beat Tunisia with what is virtually the last kick of the game. This has been a tournament full of shocks and here is another flash home, deep in stoppage time, on the left foot, as sweet as you like, magnificent strike. Well, Mali are going to top the group. On goal difference, Gambia are second. It's not full time yet. We're close though. Now it is 1 0. Very fine victory here for the Gambia. Mr. Kowa, overall assessment of the Gambia Tunisia game, and we'll wrap up with the show. Well, it is, it is, it is, it is what we'll see. Uh, a smash and grab in modern football because with this game it was more end to end but then Tunisia um, slightly had the edge over the course of the game but then as you know football with football now 
or even with football in general, you can you can um, you can play the game, you can play the game more. But then once you can't put the ball in the back of the net, then something something bad will happen to you. Because if the opponent gets one chance, the person will make sure to make the most out of that chance. And for Mali versus Mauritania, it was a routine game. The Malians came out to do their thing to ensure that the top spots was was they'll be they'll be they'll be part of the they'll be part of one of the teams fighting for the first position. And yeah, with 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 such a very with a good with a good record, our record um, against the the Mauritanians, they 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 actually came out just to do their business and they they took the lead as as early as they could and controlled the game um, after. So then, I mean, the Malians did what they had to do, and I congratulate the Gambians on such an impressive feat. And I just hope that they keep they keep being they. They keep going and just they they keep playing the kind of football that will give them results and make their nation proud. Definitely. And this is the convocation of Africa's finest and all countries represented go out there seeking to make their nations proud. On this note, it's time and it's been great coming your way with today's episode of the FIFA World Cup show with an and our special coverage of the African Cup of Nations currently ongoing in Cameroon. It began on the 9th of January, and we are going all the way until the 6th of February. It's been awesome. It's been lovely coming your way with our 31st episode of the FIFA World Cup show. As always, dream big, believe, pray, and achieve. I'll leave you with our official theme song, for the African Cup of Nations. He says, we stand for Africa.